So how do you want to do this? How do you want to do the introduction phase of this? Because it's going to be the first. I don't care. Are we going to, are we like revamping this? Or are we just, what are we doing? I mean, obviously it's going to have to be explained, right? Okay. Well, I mean, we don't, I guess it's not really so much as an explanation as just like Nikki is decided to pursue other things. I was totally, I was totally thinking about doing a whole thing like Nikki left. And if you guys have seen her, let us know. And babe, I love you. And no, stop. I'm hungry. <laughs> we'd get we'd get a call from like our one listener. You have all these tips. Mom. <laughs> she's like, I've seen Nikki in Ohio. Yeah, I know where she's at. <laughs> she was at the pancake house. Or you house. know what? I bet we'd we'd end up getting calls about. Did she get picked up from the people that followed her home that day? Because right? we talked about it extensively. Was it that guy? Yeah. <laughs> Uh no, Nikki Nikki's doing other stuff. Nikki's momming. Yeah, Nikki's missing. She might be back. We're still in negotiations with the hostage taker. <laughs> and her husband Joe has replaced yeah. her. Yeah. Now, I, I wouldn't call it a replacement. A fill in. Filling in. Do we are we do we need to do an intro or how do we? You got enough to patch it in. You could just patch in. Joe. I'm just gonna say my name. I'm gonna say Joe, and then you could just throw that in there and be like. Uh, this is Bree, and this is, and then you put my name in there. Just be like, put, or I could just be like, I'm Bree, and I'm Joe, and that's weird. I was gonna say something like, and I'm Joe, and then I was like, cue, uh, cue the thunder in the background. You know what I mean? And then I was gonna be like, wait, that's, do I say that or do you just do it? You know what I mean? Like, is that something I have to say? I'm ready when you are. What are we working on? Okay. At approximately 2 a.m. in the morning on January 26, 2015, a 911 call comes into the Tyler Police Department. Tyler's in East Texas. It has a population of about 104,000. It's apparently known as the Rose Capital of America, but I've been there a thousand times. I don't think I've ever seen roses. I guess there are a lot of never roses. Never heard that. That's I've never, never heard that either. I've heard. But that's when you Google it, that's what it says. So that's what Google thinks. Fair enough. Some notable people from there, Earl Campbell, you know who that is? Refresh, refresh, yeah, 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 yep. Okay, um, Larry Johnson, basketball player, and Johnny Menzel. Noise. Did you know him? Did I know him personally? Yeah. Negative. Yeah, I had friends that ran into him. I mean, I saw him. I had seen him around, but I didn't know him. Oh. So the 911 caller reports a car crash on West 24th Street in Tyler. Officers arrive on scene and they discover a red Toyota Camry that had jumped the curb and almost hit a utility pole. So when they approach the vehicle, they are obviously are expecting to find passengers with minimal injuries because it's not, they didn't hit the pole, so it's not traumatic. But what they did find was a female driver as the only passenger in the car and she was pronounced dead at the scene. 
but not from the car accident. She had been shot. Okay. So, this is the story of Ty Underwood. Ty Underwood. Have you heard that? No. Spell Ty. T-Y? Simple. I like it. <laughs> okay. Do you think I was saying it wrong? No, I just... I just... I <laughs> okay. <laughs> didn't know how to spell it. Okay. So, Ty was born Tyrone Lee Underwood Jr. on October 24th, 1990 in Lufkin, Texas. So, Lufkin's also East Texas. It's more south than Tyler. So, it's like... I think I looked it up. It's like 100 miles from Tyler. Yeah. But south. By Colleen. Right. So, Ty was born a man, but was a transgender woman. I did... I looked it up just because I wanted to make sure that I had more information about it and... Because I get shit wrong all the time. A trans woman's basically just a woman who was assigned a male at birth. At birth? Right. Okay, you're so going to have to explain name, that. So... Right. So, the name trans woman does not specify sexual orientation it's a reference to an individual feeling of gender dysphoria. So this is not surgery related. Right. Okay. Understand. This is this is a person who is assigned male at birth who identifies as right. a woman. Okay. Okay. So when Ty was around twenty four, she decided to move to Tyler to be closer to her boyfriend at the time. Eventually, Ty establishes a life in Tyler and ha makes friends with several people. So, you're probably wondering how she ends up the victim of a car accident, possible murder. Or if she was shot. Right. Where so, how did how'd she get to that point? Yeah. Well, no, I'm just saying, like, where where was she shot? Where the, did they say where the... Oh, yeah. Okay. yeah Go gonna... ahead. Go ahead. Continue. When investigators arrive on scene of the car accident, they find Ty obviously deceased. There's blood all over the vehicle, bullet casings inside the car, and on the street outside of the car. Jeez. So investigators quickly put together a like timeline of events, like to the best of their ability anyway. They believe that whoever did this to Ty was actually riding in the car with her. So the perp proceeded to shoot Ty, firing off five five rounds total, with four of those rounds hitting Ty. Like, so one of them didn't hit her. Mm. So the direction of the shots were from the passenger seat. Investigators believe that the perp jumped out of the car, and Ty, in an attempt to run away, hit the gas, causing her to jump the curb towards the telephone Makes pole. Makes sense. Shots continue outside of the vehicle. When finally, you know, whoever done it just runs right. away. There was also evidence that Ty was still alive and tried to put the car in reverse, mm. but the back tires were stuck in the mud, so she couldn't get she couldn't get back. It's always sad. Right. Eventually, she bled out in her car, unable to get help. Her tires had actually dug so deep that the car was bottomed out from her. So she probably it. and the car was dead when they got there. Like it wasn't running. No, it was running. But, so maybe she died with her foot on the gas. Well, they didn't say that. They just they didn't say that her foot was on the gas. They just said that she was deceased, and that evidence of the tire markings would indicate that she tried to reverse. Mm. All right. So investigators also noticed that all of her belongings are still in the car. So they come to the conclusion it wasn't a robbery, since all of her belongings are in the car. That includes her phone. Uh, so as obviously everybody knows, almost everyone like. Your life can be found on your phone. Right. So uh, the last person she talked to, the last no known location, or anything that was going on in their life is probably going to be on their phone. Right. 
Uh, naturally, her phone is locked. So, who's the first suspect in a homicide? We've got usually their significant other. Um, In this case, investigators interview Ty's roommate, Kenya Dark. Now, this Um, is not this is not the boyfriend. No, but they. I mean, obviously, they put. They live together. No. Okay. So, um, they. So the closest person to Ty would have been the roommate. Because they right. live together, right? So they contact Kenya, and she's able to provide investigators with a ton of information, including anyone she's in a relationship with. Kenya says that Ty had been talking to this guy named Carlton, that they had been spending the night at each other's place often. Hmm. Did that Kenya include actually, that night? Well, Kenya refers to Carlton as Ty's boyfriend. So okay. Investigators find out that the Carlton Kenya's talking about is actually Carlton Champion. Do you recognize that name? No. It's okay. You're going to recognize it in a minute. Okay. So Carlton was born January 12, 1994. He grew up in foster care and apparently had a extensive juvenile record. After graduating from high school, Carlton went to play football for Texas College. Okay. So I've heard of Texas College, uh, but it just that it when was... you say Texas College... Yeah, like it, like Texas Junior College. Okay. So yeah, I've no, heard of it. Heard of I've heard of it, but I've only heard of it like as being in Tyler. I've never really heard anything else about it. I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, according to Wikipedia, it is a private, historically black Christian Methodist Episcopal college. A lot. So I had to, I had to say that according to Wikipedia because I've never heard that about it. I've never heard of it in general. So. <laughs> So it's all new to me. Right. So that's that's what Wikipedia says. I don't I don't know. It says while it says today it is open to all individuals and it still functions on a religious basis. So that's Texas College. Um anyway, investigators pull Carlton in for questioning. Carlton says that he barely knew Ty and had only met in person like one time. He'd only met her in person one time. Right. And that was that night? No. It, uh, the, I mean, the report didn't specify when he had met her. He's just basically saying he doesn't know her at all. And he's only met her in person one time. Yeah. That's interesting. And he said that he had no idea that Ty was a trans woman. Mm. Um, and he said he was in his dorm all night and hadn't even talked to her in days. Which is probably exactly what somebody would say if they were in a scenario where they were confronted with that fact and they weren't ready for it. And may have done something stupid afterwards, after finding out, right? Right. That's, <laughs> yeah, it's super That's, sus. Yeah, it's a little weird. So investigators think so too. They think it's suspicious, but they know it's important to get access to Ty's cell phone. That's that's where they're really going to figure out what was going on in Ty's life. Yes, it's an iPhone. I don't know. Probably. Everybody has know. those stupid things. Because <laughs> they're awesome. No, they're, they're only stupid. the best. It probably was an iPhone because yeah. um, they randomly guess the passcode and get in to the phone. Oh wow! All right. So chances Impressive. are it was probably like a birthday or something pretty simple. Um, so they find out that Ty and Carlton actually interacted through an app called Kick. A I K. Yeah. Keep it kinky. Is that what that stands for? That's what it stands for. Heard of it. Oh, I've, I've never heard of it. So I looked it up. Yep. And, and it you says, didn't know that? You still I, didn't know that? No. 
I mean, I know it now, but I didn't know it when I was researching the case. There you go. So, basically, Kick is basically like Snapchat, is what they say, where you can interact and everything deletes in a short period of time. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. So, uh, they say that the reason people use it is to keep personal information private, because you're not required to have an account. You're to have an account to use it. So there's mm. no emails, no phone numbers, just random usernames. Gotcha. Um, investigators find that not only has Carlton exchanged in recent conversations with Ty, but they knew each other very intimately. And they knew this not from, all, from phone, reading from all text of messages the, and things. Right. Okay. So not only had he in fact met her and spent many nights with her, they appeared to be in a very serious relationship. Wow. So Ty was also very open and honest from the beginning about being a trans woman. So Carlton was very aware from okay. the beginning. Let's take um, that off the table. Right. Uh, Carlton still doesn't admit to any of that. He sticks with his original story and says that they barely knew each other and he only met her once. Okay. So Carlton was currently on probation from an incident that occurred in 2013. It was something like an unauthorized use of a motor vehicle. Um, on January 29th, 2015, just three days after the murder, Carlton has been he, he was arrested for violating his probation. So they have him. Uh, the judge decided that incarceration would be better than probation on his other charge. So. At this point now, he's serving a six-month sentence for that. And this is right? as of when? Three days after the murder. Okay. So they have him. Like, right. At least they have him holding until they can get enough evidence, I'm assuming. Right. Um, so they're developing a case. Uh, they can't move forward on the grounds of a hate crime because they were actually in a relationship. So that was their first go-to because this is a trans woman it's a hate crime. But was this an open relationship? Like, did everybody know about this? Or was this like... So, according to Ty, yes. Well. Ty told everybody. The roommate told the police. He, she was in a relationship with Carlton oh, Champion. That's true. But, according to Carlton, didn't know her. Talked to her a couple times. Met her mm. once. Yep, Makes sense. Yep. So, investigators eventually get their hands on video footage of the dorms that Carlton lived in. Nice. You right. know, the dorm he said he didn't leave right. all night? But he did leave. Of course he did. Not only did he leave his dorm, investigators are able to see through texts that Ty said she was headed to his dorm. And Carlton got pissed, told Ty not to go, like... Don't come here. Then Ty eventually responds and she's just like, I'm here. You know, like when you pull up somebody's house and you're like, I'm so, here. And the so time, were they fighting? What was the what was the context behind him getting pissed off and saying don't come here? She wasn't supposed to he be seen at his dorm. So he was hiding it. So he's been hiding this. Right. Not just because I can understand him hiding it to the cops. But if he's hiding this to everyone. Yeah. I can see how this turns into a, well, I'm going to tell everybody that we're doing this, and there's maybe, your motive. Maybe. Right, so the timestamp with when Ty texted Carlton to say she was at his dorm 
corroborates with the video footage of Carlton leaving his dorm. So that's evidence gotcha. number one. Evidence number two. Investigators say they have then they have a timestamp of Carlton returning back to his dorm within minutes of responders arriving at the scene of the alleged car accident. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, he did it. So then evidence oh, number three. Carlton stated that he had only met Ty once and had never been in her house or car. And I'm sure there's all kinds of evidence in the car. <laughs> Investigators find his fingerprints all over the passenger side of Ty's car. Yep. So at this point, they decide that they want to talk to Carlton again and let him know what they found. Maybe he'll confess and provide investigators and Ty's family with the answers that they need. However, he maintains he don't know Ty. He Bing. didn't care about anything and even asked for a hamburger specifically from Whataburger. I can, I can understand that part. That makes sense to me. What makes sense? The Whataburger part. No. Oh, yeah. That's, that's no sense. That's so what I'd in, do. In the video of his interrogation, he's laughing, smiling at the whole thing. He, I've watched the video. You can look it up on YouTube. It's Carlton Champion inter, interrogation interview. Um, and he literally was like, "Man, I'm hungry. I want a hamburger. Can can I get can I get some water burger?" Well, these kids these days, I mean, they don't understand the consequences of their actions, so That's that true. doesn't shock me at all. Yeah, and I mean, it's Whataburger. It is Whataburger. Yeah, Whataburger is delicious. Yeah. That's what I was saying. You acted like you didn't agree. <laughs> well, I agree with you. So there, there's another podcast that I like to listen to that did an episode about this case. But it did got, it, it got me curious about it because they talk about the jacket that Carlton was wearing the okay. night of the murder contained traces of blood and tested positive for Ty. But I'm, I can't. I mean, this sounds like slam dunk. Right. Everywhere. Well, so that comes from the one of the other podcasts that I listened to. But in all of the um, court documents. Research you've done, you couldn't find that. Right. In the court documents and everything, gotcha. they, don't, they don't talk about that. Um, that. There's a court document that says that investigators tested the jacket for traces of gunpowder, but it came back negative. And that's really all that was said in court about the jacket that I can find anyway. Um, so... I'm not really sure where that came from, but according to the court documents, it wasn't used. So, uh, speaking of court, as you may have guessed, Carlton is charged with murder. Right. During court, he acts the same way as he did during the interrogation. Like, he's laughing and joking to the point where his lawyer had to tell him to be quiet and sit up. Like a toddler. Yeah, that's just... Well, it, it sounds like a typical entitled kid that has never had to deal with any of his consequences in life. Right. So Carlton is found guilty of first degree murder. He could face as much as life in prison or as little as five years. So just to interject here, I found a story from 2015 mm -hmm. and they said the jacket tested positive for blood, mm -hmm. but that they couldn't, there wasn't, Let's see, it was too basic to determine whose blood was sampled. So, right. 
So they found blood Mm -hmm. on the jacket, Mm -hmm. but they don't know whose blood it was. Right. That's why I say, like, according to the court documents, they weren't able to use it. Whatever they did find, if anything, they didn't use it in court. Gotcha. So, um, apparently, Carlton continues with his shenanigans in court. So the jury goes back for about an hour and comes back with a life sentence recommendation. As of today... Carlton's appeals have all been denied, and he's eligible for parole in 2045. He's being held at the Cofield Unit in Tennessee, wait, Tennessee Colony, Texas. Have you ever heard of No that? idea where that okay. is. It's, it's, above, it's, up, it's like north of Palestine. Hmm. Tennessee Colony, Texas. Never heard of this place. Never heard of it. Apparently, he has kept his cocky attitude whilst in prison. Well, that's good. Yeah. It's, it's good you that you've got to stay upbeat, yeah. you know? He sent letters to different media outlets trying to let them know how he's doing, um, which he says he's doing great, by the way. I imagine if he was doing the type of activity he may have been doing that he was trying to hide from people that maybe prison's the perfect place for him. <laughs> So, um, I found some pen pal websites for him. That's cool. Um, I didn't realize this, but there is a pen pal website called writeaprisoner.com. It's life changing. So you can write them, you know, because they're people too. Yeah. Um, there's also some stuff on Facebook. Like he posted? Um, people. I don't, I don't really know who they are, how in relation they are. Um, many people speculate that Carlton was dating Ty, and when he found out that Ty was a trans woman, he lost it and killed her. But investigators are like, no. He knew. There was proof. I would imagine it would probably lean more towards he was dating Ty, but he didn't want anybody to know. Right. And when he realized that people were going to find out, he decided he needed to squash that. Right. Investigators say that... Uh, not only was there proof that they had talked about it, um, but there were X-rated texting, is what they called it, X- X-rated texting. Yeah. But they had engaged in sexual relations several times. Like, they had proof of it. Mm. So Carlton knew. Yeah. So it wasn't like it was just thrown Yeah, you're not just now it. finding that out. Right, yeah. He knew. He went into it knowing. So investigators believe that Carlton was afraid of people knowing uh, he is attending a known religious school which he, where he's playing football in a town that's known for its unwelcoming community. And so he got scared. He was afraid people would find out that he was dating a trans woman. Um, and they said, based on the text messages, Ty was not going to hide in the shadows. And just by showing up at Carlton's dorm was enough to scare him and he's cocky enough that he figured he could just kill her and get away with it. But there, I mean, there's a lot of people that are totally on the fence about whether or not he did it. I mean, come on. I mean, you can't even really throw another scenario out there. Like, there's... Come up with, with one credible scenario that makes any kind of sense. I fully agree. I mean, you're talking about a text message saying she showed up. He leaves the house to go get in the car with her, obviously. That's the only option they have there. 
then no more text messages because they're together, right? And then, you know, then this happens and then he shows up a couple minutes after it's over with. I mean, there's, yeah, come on. Uh-huh. And then the fact yeah. that his fingerprints are all over the car and everything else, and he has no other story about it, he was obviously there, and he has no story. So yeah, I mean, I fully agree. I, I definitely think that he killed her. D- based on the court documents, I don't necessarily feel like they had the most evidence to put him away for that. Yeah. Had I been a, a jury, I still probably would have found him guilty. But I think that the, his attitude and behavior in court in front well, of and the he jury was, is 100% what helped decide his fate. Yeah, I don't know. It seems like this is your typical young, popular college football kid. Used to getting everything he wants. And I don't know a whole lot of people that are huge fans of that type of attitude to begin with. So I don't care what scenario you're in. It's never going to do you any good. Well, chances are he probably got away with a lot when he was in high school. Right, exactly. Because he's a big football star. He assumed this would be the same scenario. Yeah, so now I'm older, I can... They need me to play football for this college no one's ever heard of. Yep. Yeah, yeah. But witnesses in the courtroom say that uh, they felt like he taunted the victim's family when he was walking out. Mm. Like, smiling at them and stuff. Yeah. Like, why would you even look at him? But whatever. Well, so I mean, the lack of remorse there is just sad. But that's that's I mean, that's the definition of right a, a murderer. Like they don't. Well, but even I mean, that's more the definition of a psychotic murderer. I mean, even most murderers once that once the the deed is done. You know, they feel bad about it at least. At a minimum, they feel bad about it. Yeah. So. Well, you can Google some of the letters he's written to the media. He's he's doing great. All right. So now we go into an outro. And I have no idea how we're going to do that. <laughs> did you did you like your first episode? I mean, that's it's all right. It was. Well, I'm just looking at kind of other details in the case, but it was hard because I was trying to pay attention to what you were saying, so I couldn't really do a whole lot of reading. Mm-hmm. But Well, it was this particular one was a pretty straightforward case. Yeah. Just because I mean he was he was clearly right. guilty. So some of the other ones I'll go down like ridiculously long rabbit holes right. that take forever. Well, I was hoping and, there uh, would be other other friends and mm-mm. you know, family members maybe or anybody that would have had any type of quotes. Nope. And I'm not seeing anything in here for any of that. It's like they they looked at they literally talked to three people. Right. That's because that they they didn't have yeah, to I talk mean, to anybody else. Yeah, I get it. I just <laughs> God damn, embellish the story a little bit. I know, but can you like can you imagine investigators with that? Yeah, that I mean that's a slam dunk. There's I mean <laughs> They're sitting there and like, okay, we're yeah, wasting our time. Yeah, here. this is Let's, yeah. this is the guy. Why'd you do what it? You didn't do it? For? Why'd you come on, why'd you do it? You, you didn't Okay, come on, really. Yeah. Why come on? Okay, this is stupid. And I, even yeah, without I get that, I just Even without his confession, they even they 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 have a motive. 
like you're 100% positive on the motive. Did they find even a, without him telling you? Did they find a weapon? I never saw where they found a weapon. No. I'm not seeing that either. And see, that's what's crazy to me because they did the, the in the court documents it says that they tested his jacket for gunpowder residue and it was negative. Yeah. I mean, I can't. So really, if you How think about it, right. So if you think about it, the only thing that they had on him, that's why I said that. Do I think they had enough evidence? Not necessarily. Cause the only thing that they had three different things on him. Number one, the fact that he was in a romantic relationship with her and won't admit it. Number two, they have him leaving his dorm at the time that, she arrived there and he lied about it and three they have him returning back after authorities were called yeah i mean the timeline is too perfect but for that's it not that's to make really all the, and the fingerprints in his car and in, in her right. car but if they were in a relationship of and course I mean, his right, fingerprints I, are gonna be in her car yeah. so that's what i'm saying and like I mean, did they really have a whole bunch of evidence not really but because he was an asshole in court, that sealed his fate. Yeah. Like, if I, f- I fully believe, and this is probably going to be an unpopular opinion, but I think that if he had gone in there and been respectful and shown any type of remorse, even if he was faking it, I think he possibly could have gotten away just like. No, I don't think there's a chance he gets away with it. You don't this. think so? Just, no, because, because there's too many, there's too many variables here that are just obvious right yeah the fact that he's denying who that that he knows her at all right and his fingerprints are all over her car boom full-on lie the fact that the timeline literally shows i'm here he gets mad or whatever he does and then he leaves the apartment i mean you're seeing this the timeline is perfect then no more text messages throughout that entire time, which is, I mean, you can't say, you can't tell me there's a, an exchange where it's like, Hey, I'm here. And then you just don't say anything yeah, ever again. You know what I mean? Right. Ever again, after all these text messages. And then of course, the fact that they show up to the scene and he's showing up back at his house at that point in time. Right. I mean, that you're not getting away with that, but, Okay, so think about it this way. Okay, so l- let me paint you a picture of if if he had been a better liar or... Well, sure, if he'd have come up with an actual story, maybe. But he didn't even try. So if he if he had said, of, of course I knew Ty. She was my girlfriend. We were dating for a long time. Da, 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 da. You know, we were kind of keeping it secret because I didn't want a lot of people at school to know. Yada, yada, yada. And she, yes, she came to my dorm that night and I went out and t- spoke to her in her car and then we had an argument. She sped off and I went back into my dorm. Do you see how he, could, yeah, I mean, and if, sure. if he had said yeah. stuff like that and then gone into court and seemed remorseful and sad that he lost his girlfriend and blah, blah, blah. I can see where he could have swayed yeah. one or two of them. No, I, and I agree with that, but I thought what you were, from what I gathered from what you were saying is if he had just changed his attitude, oh. but yeah, if he had actually come up with a story yeah. and made something up, I mean, sure, but he just, come on. I mean, there's way too yeah. much there. Well, Like they said, he was just way he just, too cocky and. Yeah. It's almost like he he didn't care if he got caught. 
You know, does that make sense? Yeah. Like he's yeah. gonna get more I mean, and, credibility. Like he's gonna be all over the news now. He's gonna be famous because he's a murderer, and now he's in prison. I'm Mike Vick Jr. Who? Mike Vick. Michael Vick. I don't know who that is. Really? Yeah. I mean, if you had said OJ, I would have been like, okay, I know. Yeah, well, okay, that works too. I was thinking more. Same scenario. Reset. I don't know who Mike Vick is. Mike Vick is the guy that was. They were fighting dogs, and he was like murdering them and shit. And he ended up getting dogs? prison time and kicked out of NFL. He was yeah. killing dogs. Yes, it happens. It happens a lot. Oh my god! Even in your hometown. Stop it. I mean, okay. People don't kill dogs here. Sure they do. No. They kill dogs everywhere. Oh, I see. Mike Vick, professional football player. Mm-hmm. Mm. Career end, February 3rd, 2017. Oh, okay. Now I know who mm-hmm. Mike Vick is. I probably won't remember the name. Well, it was a big deal because he was trying to get back into the NFL. People were saying he was done wrong. Oh. But. To me, if anybody's willing to do something like that to an animal, they're just one, I mean, sliver of a step away from doing it to humans. I don't I see how agree. you agree. Can... Have you ever seen that show? Which show? On Netflix, Don't F with Cats. Yes. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was a weird one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. I feel like those people need to be a, in a committee. In a committee. And that's just... Well, in some type of a, I don't, I say committee, it's probably not a good word. What should I say? Some type of a crime fighting community. Oh. Where they just, that's all they do. Because they're just a bunch of, they're, I mean, for lack of a better term here, they're just a bunch of degenerates that are just sitting at their computers all day. And they're working at, you know, Walgreens. And it's like, you guys have more potential than that. Okay, so where do we go from here? Well, so normally I would end the episode with on to the next, and Nikki was always saying, here we go. It was like a thing. But see, your dad says, here I go. Your dad doesn't say, here we go, unless it's... She had to explain it. Him and the family. She had to explain it to me because I've never heard him. Oh, he says it to me all the time. But he'll call me, and we'll be talking, and be like, all right, here I'll go. And then he'll hang up. Oh, you've never heard him say that? No, he always just says, I love you and bye. Well, I guess he, well, I don't know why Nikki would have heard it then. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to tell him, maybe it's just for people that he doesn't want to say I love you to, but it'd be a weird one, I guess. Uh, I don't know. Well, on to the next. Yeah, yeah, that.